you had your first experience of bliss in 2002. You upgraded the operating system of your computer from 98 to XP. You found bliss the same way as millions, perhaps billions of others. But what is bliss? And is it ever truly attainable? A photo taken in 1996 by a photographer in California. Sold for a stock photo licensing company known as Corbis. Owned by Bill Gates and bought by Microsoft. The price paid is unknown. But this could be one of the most expensive stock photos ever sold. The photo became the default wallpaper for Microsoft's Windows XP. XP has sold over 750 million copies, making Bliss one of the most viewed photographs in history. The photo came to signify the ideals of Bliss itself. Rolling hills and green grass have values attributed to them. It is these values that have not always been present. In the Bible, wilderness is described as a space of confusion and despair. Yet, in the late 19th century, this mentality began to change. Welcome to the final episode of this year's Cyberspace podcast. My name is Tanika Hunter, and you just heard the audio of the piece from Benjamin Earl, All These Open Windows But No Fresh Air. In this audiovisual piece, Benjamin explores the use of wilderness as a surface to man-made objects. Using Bliss, the photograph of a Californian hill taken in 1996 by Charles O'Rear, as a backdrop, Earl investigates the relationship between the screen and the non-human environment. Thank you to Discourse Curator Moran Brill and to Benjamin as the artist for blessing our eyes and ears with this. You can still catch the Discourse program, our talks, read our cyberzine, have a browse through the festival exhibition, expand realities and network voices, look at our film program, and even get all of the episodes of this podcast at cyver.at. C-I-V-A dot A-T. So here we are. It's been a ride. You've heard the ins and outs of the first year of the Cyber Festival from the curators themselves, the artists, the experts, the musicians, the support team, the digital wizards, the incredible people who basically are the life and soul of this festival. Here are some of my own reflections on this year. For me, a true creation of a social space online remains the absolute goal in terms of what Cyber is trying to achieve. I'm really looking forward to how we can drive more people to be engaged in a way that connects our offline, AFK and online worlds. I'm particularly interested in the idea of the ambassadors group, and I think that this element can actually be driven to create multipliers for the festival and to reach different corners of our society. I'm looking forward to next year and I've enjoyed every moment of connection with each of you for this podcast. Thank you for listening and please feel free to contact me with feedback, queries or just to say hi at tanika at soundframe.at, T-O-N-I-C-A. Now for our thoughts on this year's festival from all of the other wonderful people who were part of it. Hi Tonika, it's me, Mena. Um, I'm the Twitch moderator and I'm handling workshop registration and I'm also part of the awareness team at Cypher Festival. 
how has Cyber been for me so far? It was a whole new experience. I'm not so much of a digital person, so I have learned a lot of things. I have um, managed some split screens <laughs> and um, I was on Zoom calls uh, and in the Twitch channel at the same time, posting questions back and forth, sometimes questions that I had no idea um, what they were speaking about actually so I have learned many many new things and I have um, gotten insights into topics that I would have not touched upon before I think for example gaming there was this very interesting talk about um, this software that they build video games with and At one point, I actually caught myself thinking, wow, maybe I want to make a video game once. <laughs> so I feel actually inspired, even though I wouldn't have thought it would inspire me that much, to be honest. And I really love the, the exhibition. And I have invited a friend of mine <laughs> to my place, of who I know that he has, that uh, he owns uh, uh, 3D glasses. <laughs> So I called him and said, hey, you come have to come over, bring your uh, VR uh, glasses because we have to look at this exhibition in 3D. <laughs> and I'm look really looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, all these things that I would have never thought um, would interest me that much, actually. Um, so yeah, the input that I got uh, was very great. And The other uh, job that I do here, I'm part of the awareness team as well. And from that uh, perspective speaking, we can say that uh, there haven't been any incidences so far. I don't think any of the guests has felt any um, <clears throat> any discrimination or harassment. I think all of the users are very friendly to each other and the atmosphere between uh, the visitors and the team, of course, is Uh, the team, of course, also is very nice. Um, yep, so that was Cyber for me so far. Uh, thanks for asking. Bye. 12 out of 33. That's how many colleagues I've actually met in person. Zero. That's how many journalists I was in physical contact with in the run-up to the festival. My name is Matthias Heschel. I'm the festival's head of PR and uh, building on the virtual bonds established during this year's festival, I am very much looking forward to meeting both the whole team and many international visitors at a hybrid festival in 2022. Hello, my name is Kati. My area at the Cyber Festival is the website. I'm the website editor. Saiva has been more than great so far. With a great team and wonderful input, I've gained a lot of knowledge. It's a pleasure to experience the virtual and see the digital side of communication with people from all over the world who share the same hunger and interest in virtual art and culture. Hi, I'm Janine and I'm responsible for the Discord community, but also the awareness team. And for me, Cyber has been an opportunity to meet many new, wonderful, creative people, but also old friends I haven't spoken to in years. And so many artworks fascinated me and made me laugh and even cry. And for 2022, I hope for even more people to be able to experience that. Hello, 
My name is Martina Menekon and I've been the co-curator of the virtual exhibition of the Saiva Festival, Expanded Realities and Network Voices, um, as well as um, the head of Extended Reality. So I was uh, in charge of designing together with Enrico Zago, uh, the social virtual area in Mozilla Hubs for Saiva Festival. Um, Saiva has been great. I'm still hyped, full of energy, inspired. Um, it was intense, of course. Um, we had all these amazing programs you never wanted to miss. So I would hope from Twitch to Discord to Mozilla Hubs, from a talk to a chat to a DJ hangout session. But it was just simply great. And there is a lot I've been learning over the last days. And there is a lot I will bring with me into the next year program. Uh, I'm pretty sure about that. Um, yeah, I look forward to really cherish the cyber community that has been forming over the festival days uh, to push even more the attention on virtual art and even further to, for example, discover new festival formats together with the cyber community and the cyber family <laughs> and to design more social virtual areas to discuss more and more about the impact of virtuality in, for example, ourselves, but also in art and especially in our society. So yeah, I'm ready for 2022. <laughs> Look forward to that. Hello, my name is Angie Pohl. I'm one of the curators of the Cyber Festival. Um, I did the curation of the Music and Life program together with Dalia Ahmed and also um, I was organizing the youth program, the workshops we are going to do. And so I've been wanting to tell you how the festival was for me by, so far. I think it was quite challenging, to be honest, <laughs> because um, we didn't have a lot of time. And of course, in the past few weeks, like as soon as the festival came closer, more and more um, details came up and we had to take care of that. But I must say that no matter how much time you have, you, we, we managed and it was quite nice to see that we have a really nice and functioning team and we are capable of doing that because we support each other. And I think it's quite nice to see also how people are enjoying it so far. I mean, of course, it's different because you don't see them in real life. You don't see their faces when they see our content. But still, we get some feedback and it's super nice that... Um, there is something going on and um, I think that is important to really still keep going and doing it as we are trying to do it. And it's about starting something and not talk, just talking about something. And that's what we did. And I don't see any fault in that. Hallo, ich bin Dalia Ahmed und habe gemeinsam mit Angie Shahira Pohl das Musikprogramm vom Cyber kuratiert. Ein persönliches Highlight war für mich der Besuch der virtuellen Ausstellung. Als ich die Ausstellung mit meinem Avatar durchstreift habe, ist mir erst aufgefallen, wie lange ich keine Ausstellungen eigentlich mehr gesehen hatte und wie inspirierend es eigentlich ist, in diesem virtuellen Museum herumzuziehen und sich länger mit unterschiedlichen künstlerischen Positionen auseinanderzusetzen. Und dann kam dann noch die Ebene hinzu mit dem virtuellen Ausstellungsraum, ein Raum, wo die Parameter der sogenannten echten Welt gar nicht mehr gelten müssen. Es war einfach insgesamt sehr flashig 
in so einem Space verweilen zu dürfen und drin zu sein. Und als Kuratorin des Musikprogramms war es natürlich auch extrem schön für mich und auch einfach spaßig, bei den Music Nights in den Hubs abzuhängen, die Musik und die Spaces der Artists zu durchqueren und kurz zu vergessen, was sonst so los ist in der Welt. Und im Hinblick auf nächstes Jahr und dem Cyber 2022 bin ich einfach nur gespannt, wie die Welt dann aussehen wird, wie es den Kulturszenen global und lokal gehen wird und was wir uns dann überlegen können, um wieder Kunst und Artists aus den unterschiedlichsten Sparten zusammenzubringen. My name is Michael and I'm doing IT development for the festival. This year Cyber was this kind of experiment of what is possible to do in the digital realm exclusively and a contemporary take on how to meet up with our current restrictions. For the next year, I'm looking forward to seeing progress in the form of technical advances and how we can push the limits there, but also a hopefully mixed field of output for the artworks. Hello, um, I'm Ella. I'm quite new in the team. I'm a part of the social media team, but I'm also doing some parts of the design. I'm a huge fan of the Cyber Festival. It's so nice to meet so many new people who have so many inspiring talents. And I'm already looking forward to the next year and wish to meet some of the people I now only know via Zoom in person. My name is Maximilian and I worked on the virtual exhibition in Unity. And together with Malena, also created uh, graphic design and the visual identity of Cyber. Me mostly being responsible for the 3D part and Malena for all the type and structure as well as website. Um, additionally, I worked on some music projects like the virtual production music videos on the visuals in the background, which was super exciting. Yeah, as soon as the festival started, I kind of like felt this relief, kind of like the baby is born, like it's out there, it's on. And it felt super exciting. The other hand, it relieved me of all this, this pressure in the preparations. And you're just like, okay, we're doing it now. And obviously you're trying to fix everything that comes to your mind, but there's only, only so much you can do. And it still works great, I think. <laughs> and... Yeah, for 2022, I'm so much looking forward to build on the foundation that we came up with this year and that we really worked hard on and figured a lot of stuff out. So I'm really looking forward to experiment with that, like to build upon it and also to work together with all the lovely teammates again. Like it was so lovely collaborating on every step of this project. So I'm super excited. Thank you all for following this podcast and thank you again to Nika, Dahlia and Peter for creating this wonderful series for us. Well, I hope that you had a good time at this first edition of the Cyber Festival. We had so many interesting talks, immersive performances, hours spent in the different interactive artworks of our exhibition and lots of hangout sessions and watch parties. I myself have the feeling that what we had in mind with the festival title from the very beginning, namely virtual bonding, got real during the last nine days. So thank you all for following, participating and being with us. 
we're looking forward to even more content next year. It's been great and also a lot of fun to learn from the different formats we've done this year and we'll continue to, to develop our programs and platforms even more. Stay with us on our festival server in Discord. We'll also be sharing our upcoming events there throughout the year and would love to see our community grow even bigger there. So we're hoping that you continue on this journey with us. See you soon. I'm really looking forward to how we could um, realize um, some formats next year and to really consider what has been a nice, um, what, what did work really well and what we should keep on doing and also to see which of the formats we, we might change because we tried them now in this way and we will try them in another way. Now, an important focus and aim of Cyber is to constantly reflect, self-reflect and get better every year. And one of the events which took place this year internally for now is the Future Festivals Think Tank Brainstorm. Here we bring together representatives from festivals from around the world to connect and also discuss the future of both physical and virtual formats, different disciplines and media contributions to festival spaces and innovations in festival planning and conducting. We had representatives from Njegenjege in Kampala, Sona in Barcelona, Wiener Festwochen, Impulse Tanz Vienna and many more. Here are some of the things that we discussed during this think tank brainstorm. We talked about uh, if there are already best practices of uh, festivals collaborating. And Sonar, for example, they are part of a network of European festivals. Uh, uh, we are Europe, so they collaborate with a lot of other European festivals in other countries. And they have been doing exchanges since five years already. And in the last year, they did a lot of uh, virtual uh, support, so mutual support, for example, by, by uh, making videos of artists and uh, sharing this content and sharing uh, technical solutions uh, to be able to present this at their own festival. And also Niega Niega had co collaborations with other festivals and uh, went to Barcelona, for example, and had artists from Barcelona over. And so, and it is very important to look at other best practices to get an idea of what others are doing and what is working well and what isn't. And it also depends on, on the kind of um, um, topic, like the, if it's a dance festival or a tech festival, this also has a lot of influence on, on the possibilities or the mentality. And, uh, for example, also when you talk about monetizing things, uh, for example, there is hardly a virtual uh, market for dance and theater uh, content yet, uh, for virtual content. So you uh, have to um, raise awareness there first and work on that. And it is really important to learn from each other um, what to do and how to find solutions. And uh, we were very inspired by the contribution of Daniel because he, he raised a lot of issues that are relevant for all of us. Also the idea of having a shared um, software 
for festivals might also uh, be a very good idea in other fields, not uh, only in the film uh, industry, but also in other industries and arts directions. Yes, and yes, and yes, and yes. I had one example, and this was also a proposition. This was about really like, let's say, um, making filming of actual places better. Mm -hmm. There is a film, it was produced by a couple of European um, 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 live arts presenters, which is uh, by Fostali Nekula and the woman whose name I, I'm sorry, I forgot. But this was a film, it was like letters from many countries from Africa. And for me, it was really a pleasure to watch that because it was filmed in, in a very good way. Um, and it was, and I could see also all those different places, and be it um, yeah, um, living rooms or on the streets or in cities or outside. So for me, this is a, of course, not the solution, but it was one approach, let's say, right? Not to see another black box piece yeah. <laughs> from wherever, <laughs> streamed live or not. Um, but to get a completely different experience from the, let's say, from the environment. Antonia mentioned something earlier about this VR goggles, and I remembered a time in um, Mombasa. I went to this conference called African Crossroads. And for the first time, I've never experienced these goggles. I just saw people wearing them. I'm like, what are they doing? What are they seeing inside <laughs> there? And this lady uh, from Kenya that um, is working with an uh, a company from Germany creating them, um, invited me to try one. And oh my God, I've never felt like I was in a place, like for real. There, was, uh, yeah. there were different channels you could go to and there would be someone taking you around. I felt like I was in the market downtown Kenya and they would take me, I felt, I felt like this person is walking with me and if there was music going on, I felt like I could dance with it. So I don't know, maybe if, the thing is, I mean, in Africa, especially in Uganda, I don't know when this technology will ever get there or if it will be made somehow <laughs> for us to get it or whatever. But maybe it could also be um, something to consider if someone could uh, try to make that 3D experience possible from our streaming service. And I think that is also the perfect thing now to, to summarize all of that now, really find strategies to join forces, make the highest quality projects out of it. That was a little insight into the Future Festival's think tank. Special thank you goes to Rianne Leuning, the Director of Creative Industries at Advantage Austria, for coordinating this initiative with Cyber Festival. And a final word from our festival's artistic director, Ava Fischer. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this journey. I hope you all had a great first Cyber Festival. And I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone again next year. Take care. Bye. Okay, I think that's it. <laughs>